1: Hello kids, this is Risk. The show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story that first appeared on the podcast in January of 2011. It's called Blow Up, and it's by Michael Hurstreet. Growing up in New Jersey, I was a late bloomer, or a little pussy, as they used to call me in school. I sounded like a really energetic 12-year-old girl, probably until I was 15 years old. I was like, would you guys want to go to the mall? You know, and it's hard picking up girls when you sound like Mickey Mouse, you know? (laughs) And so in high school, I had to take geology for my science, which is the study of rocks. And it was the most boring thing to me. And I just don't think that any kid should be forced to sit through something like that. We were going around and introducing ourselves in the first day of class to the teacher. And it's going pretty smoothly. And then this kid goes, Hi, my name's Bo, but you could call me Whisper and totally freaked the teacher out and I was so inspired that when I got around to my turn I said hi I'm Windbucket I'm Whisper's mama and I just knew that Bo and I were going to be best friends and we were and he introduced me to like Led Zeppelin and Stevie Ray Vaughan and Weed and he also introduced me to his girlfriend Cassie. I met Cassie I just knew something was different about this person I was definitely still a kid and this was somebody who was blossoming into this, you know, really cool lady. She was just like Bo. I mean, she listened to Zeppelin, she smoked weed. She was kind of a hippie. So she, a lot of times she didn't wear a bra and um, sometimes she wore shirts that were pretty see-through. So that was really fun for a (laughs) 15-year-old. I was kind of religious when I started hanging out with them and they kind of immediately took that away. I said, this, what we're doing here is a sin but it doesn't feel like a sin and Bo would be like, oh yeah, dude, that's because God's not real. And it was so fresh and I couldn't imagine saying something like that to my mom, but they were really brave about it and that really had a big effect on me. We ended up having study hall together in the library every day. We started writing poetry together. And for me, I had pretty much only gotten to first base with a girl at that time and sharing rhyming couplets was like fellatio to me. She was so much better than me, and she was so much more talented than I was, but she still told me how great of a person she thought I was and how much of a ladies' man I was going to be when I grew up. I was just in awe of her, and I was really jealous of Bo. One day, Bo took me aside, and he was like, Dude, you know that girl Jen? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, she's kind of chubby. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, her and I, man? I totally fucked her the other day, and uh, I kind of like it, and I kind of like her. What about Cassie? This is, what's going on? And he's like, oh, no, no, dude, I didn't tell you, but her and I, we kind of, like, drifted apart, and like we're not really going out anymore. I was kind of blown away by that, and he was like, but dude, listen, don't don't tell her that I told you any of this shit, because, like, she's pretty sensitive about it, I think, so it might really hurt her feelings. So I kept everything that Bo told me a secret for a long time. You know, he's my best friend. I kept hanging out with Cassie, and I just kept falling deeper in love with her until a point where I just couldn't take it anymore. I went to bed one night, and I was like, well, tomorrow's going to be the day that I do it. You know, tomorrow's going to be the day that I finally stop being the little pussy that everyone's been calling me, and I'm going to tell her. You know, we're meant to be together. We hang out every day and I was gonna spill my guts to her. And the next day came, and I was so nervous. I just kept repeating to myself, like, don't pee your pants, don't pee your pants, because this might be an actual possibility. And I sat down next to her, and I just couldn't do anything. I just was locked on her, I just stared at her. (laughs) And she started to get really freaked out. She's like, what's up with you today? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) I I kind of backed out of it for a moment in my head, I kept coming up with all these excuses and then something just like kicked me in the ass and I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. You know? I'm never going to have this opportunity again." I barely got up the guts to say something this time and just going to I'm just going to do it. So, I took a deep breath and I said, "Cassie, listen." As soon as I started speaking, I felt this pounding in the back of my head. And it, it just totally took me over. I was like, oh my god, I must be really, really nervous about this. But it just got worse and worse and more intense. And I just put my head down on the desk and it just consumed my whole body. He was asking me what was wrong, but I just was so consumed with this I couldn't even respond to her. And the pain got so bad that I just flew out of my chair, just stumbling toward the librarian's desk. And I asked her to, to call 911. And the librarian could not believe that there was anything wrong with me that she would have to call 911. So she was like, "Just go to the bathroom." But I was so out of it at this point. I just looked at her and I just screamed like, "Fine, bitch!" And I would have never said that to anyone in the school, my mother would have been appalled. I just had no idea what was going on, and uh, I stumbled out in the bathroom, and I'm so off balance and so out of it that I slip in the bathroom stall and smack the back of my head on a toilet paper dispenser. And the pain that I thought was the worst pain I ever felt in my life just got even more intense. Uh, and to the point where like, my whole face was just red and it was just pulsating. And um, I can't throw up because my neck is paralyzed so I can't lurch over to throw up even though I was so unbelievably nauseous. I stumble back into the library and I just scream out, that was a terrible idea. And I just started vomiting profusely all over the place. And eventually, the librarian called 911, finally, and after about half an hour, an ambulance showed up. And it was like I was in an alternate universe at this point. These so-called paramedics came out, and they were these little old women. And they took forever to get me out of the school and into the ambulance. And they needed one of the cops to help them put me into the ambulance, because they didn't have the arm strength at that point. So, I finally get to the hospital. They do a CAT scan on me. This doctor comes up to me. He's this Italian good looking surgeon that apparently everyone in the hospital called God because he was so amazing. And he told me that I had a rare brain disorder called arteriovenous malformation that I was born with. And that, although he had a very divine refutation, he wasn't going to be able to cure me of that. But I had a brain hemorrhage, a small vessel, and my brain had exploded. But luckily, the blood went into the water spaces of the brain, so I was going to be okay. And Cassie, she came and visited me in the hospital, and she was totally shaken up by it. She sat down and she read me howl the whole way through. It really was kind of amazing. And when I finally got out, something changed with her. Because we had experienced something that wasn't high school, it wasn't an ordinary thing. We experienced something profound. We ended up having a a romance after that, uh, that I'll never forget. It only lasted two weeks, but (laughs) it was amazing. People say their high school years and their teenage years are crazy and I just think when I was 15 I loved a girl so much that my brain exploded I don't think anyone can really beat that